Arvin. This is behind the scenes of our best days. Yeah. Season six. It's the season. I'm kidding. What <laughs> if I, <laughs> uh, you know what I found watching the episodes? What? There's an episode where I go, uh, I don't know what that song is. Tell me about it. And you tell me about the song. Then there's another <laughs> episode later where you do it again. I go, I don't know what that song is. No, 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 no. There's so, an old song called Season of the Witch. I'm yeah. getting ready to explain we, it again. We have like several episodes where we and break down what it is. There's episodes where I sing It's the Season of the Six. Yeah. Or, um, and it's... Anyways, yeah. really dumb. Guys, forgive us for being dumb, but also I'm love us. sorry. But also love us for being dumb. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. You know what? Because there's enough cool people out there. Yeah. The world needs more dumb people for them to and love. And here we are. And here we are. Cheers. Yes. I'm, if you're audio only, I'm holding up a coffee. Oh, yeah. And so. for ASMR reasons, <laughs> yeah. you can... People you don't like that? Yeah, people don't... I don't know if they like that. Yeah. Well, I like it a lot. Well, praise God. Okay. Well, <laughs> we are here in season six and... Oh, my goodness. So we're recording this in September, September. but we're releasing this after... The fall film, yeah. The Center Has Dropped. Yes. This pat like, so it, it was released on Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, today is Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So if you have not yet seen The Center, which is our fall film of 2023, we would love for you to go and check it out. It's yeah. on Victory Tulsa YouTube. It's also been um, pushed through several film festivals. Yeah, we've submitted it to several of them. and then This is our first time. We've never yeah. done that before. That process is very uh, unfamiliar to us, foreign. But... We thought, why not? We're so proud of it. And um, there are a lot of them. There's so many film festivals. Yeah. So we thought, let's try it. And we also have been talking to people about distribution elsewhere. We'll see if that becomes yes. a thing. Who and knows? That, and, and, and so just so you guys know, what we do here is that we wear multiple hats throughout the ministry at Victory. Mm -hmm. But some of our main things that we do is we write the Christmas, Easter, and uh, productions, and the fall film. And we help out with the big rock events like Victory Conference, or all staffs or things like that. Mm -hmm. And we feel very blessed to do what we do. Absolutely. Um, you know, and we're very grateful for all the people that we get to work with. But anyways, Incredible about people. the um, about the fall film, Pastor Paul came to us and he is right. He was writing, not is, not. He had finished a, a manuscript. Finished a book. Yeah. Called Mind Games. That's right. It's going to be released January 2024. That's right. It's really, really great. It's about mental and emotional health, mind games. And yeah. so um, <clears throat> if you guys haven't heard it yet, this is kind of a sneak peek about it. Yeah. But anyways, so we try to do a film that aligns with where Pastor Paul is like, I want to preach on this mm -hmm. in the fall yeah. of whatever. So we pitched it to him last spring, mm -hmm. spring of 2023. Yeah. Hey, we're wanting to do this film called the center yeah. and it takes place as a guy experiences heartache and loss and it pushes him to a mental hospital yeah in the pacific northwest that's right and at this mental hospital all of these things happen but he realizes through investigation kind of like what we talk about on this all the podcast time. absolutely um that there is more issues going on and that the work um in parentheses the work yeah has to begin and then we align it with the scripture he who began a good work in you is faithful 
to complete it. Yeah. You know, there's so many scriptures about God creating us to become whole beings. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so this is the journey of that. Mm-hmm. And it's painted in a creative way. So yeah. it is a parable. Uh, Arvin, what is a parable? Parable is a story that Jesus would tell in the Bible that had bigger implications than just what he's saying. And it says in scripture that when he spoke to people who were not already bought into what he was saying, to whom he could speak plainly, he only spoke in parables. Yeah, to the crowd. Stories. uh, Yeah, it literally says he only. Yeah. And so it would just align. So it's like biblical principles, you know, but through a story. That's right. And so that is just something that really excited us six or seven years ago when we started doing these. Mm -hmm. And so anyways, but what makes the center special so hopefully you guys have seen it yeah if not watch it but fyi there will be some spoiler alerts yeah absolutely if you haven't seen it yet pause this go watch it because this will make no sense whatsoever you will literally hate this episode (laughs) (laughs) uh what makes it special i think it's the it's rooted in so much real life yeah because if you are and if you're not familiar with this podcast we often talk about all the behind the scenes of being on staff at a large ministry yeah and what it's like to if 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 the world exists as it does and it's in chaos and disarray and then there are people of god who want to help others it's a pretty basic fundamental thing yeah but then when you are those people the bible is full of stories of the behind the scenes of those people right and so we are sort of it's Aaron with Moses. That's right. It's all the logistics, the it's nuances, Noah and his sons. the dynamics. It's and then to know that God is still there in all of that, especially now as we enter the 21st century, um, there are so many things that were uh, unintentionally ignored in the past. And the two biggest ones were mental and emotional health. Yes. Not because the people were bad people, but because there was so much attention put on. We just have to build this, this structure and doing so, it bankrupted a lot of people's emotional health. Yeah. And one example we gave in an earlier episode this season when we spoke with uh, Brenda Coomer Black, if you haven't seen that one, go look at it. It's episode two, um, was the, the example of Noah, that he goes through all this stuff. He mm. has to accomplish this mission. And then at the end of it, he's like exhausted in such a mental and emotional way that he's just like drunk and naked passed out in a cave just wait this is in the bible that's exactly right yeah i'm kidding i'm asking that question because i want you guys to know of course yeah yeah so anyways i i won't get long-winded here but the point is we started talking about the center in 2019 yeah and we talked about our own lives and how we boiled it down to this simple concept which is that the path to the future you want the future that you want is hidden underneath the rubble of the past that you tried to escape. Okay, so say it within the tagline of the film. Yeah, the future you want is hidden in the past you escaped. Guys, I want y'all to write that down. Yeah. Like we always say, get that tattooed on your lower back. Yeah. Because that is... We have said that like 18 a lot. times. Well, was, yeah. And Brenda one joked and was like, it's on mine. That made yeah, me laugh so like, hard. Whoa. Yeah. Hilarious, um, hilarious. Anyways. But I think that that is a, a very powerful thing. Yeah. Is that um, there's even scriptures that uh, where Jesus says, I will speak to you mysteries yeah. known before the forming of the earth. That's right. And so Jesus wants to speak to us deep, deep things. Mm-hmm. But if you are not connected within yourself, uh-huh. you know, if you don't investigate 
you know, your emotions, your feelings, you, you know, then it's really hard to get to a depth of your relationship with Jesus, with God, yeah, with yourself, too, with yourself. Yeah. When you read the Bible, it's it surface. And if you don't feel connected to it, it's yeah. like, oh, man, yeah. if you investigate yourself, you will mm -hmm. be able to connect deeper to the word. 100 percent. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so in saying all of that, the center in 2019, I was just coming out of a divorce. Absolutely devastated. It wrecked you know, like my mental well-being. Mm -hmm. um, my dad died, uh, our, the pastor of Victory. Mm -hmm. He died and th the divorce felt worse. Mm. Like I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it was, yeah. you know, it was just hard. Right. So I then went to a place where it was like a mental health facility. Yeah. And that mental health facility, there was people who were spirit filled believers that were there. Yeah. And it changed my life. It made me think about things that I'd never thought of before. Yeah. And, and then when I came back, I told Arvin, I was like, we need to write a script within this type of a thing yeah. of like a guy experiences loss and it could be a woman also. Sure. Um, oh yeah. And then they go to a place uh -huh. and they think, you know, they're forced there within the center. The guy is forced there by like by the therapist, by, by the, the therapist. There, by, yeah. 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 The, by the court. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he's forced to go to this place called yeah. the center. Yeah. And while the main character is there at the center, he encounters all of these other people that in his mind, he thinks these people are wild. But he has also done some erratic things. Yeah. You know, and most of us, those of you who are listening or watching this, if you have erratic actions, they can always be traced back to yeah. something that you have not yet confronted. 100%. Because feelings buried alive. Never die. That's right. Feelings buried alive never die. Yeah. They just compound, and then all of a sudden you explode, yeah. and you go, oh my gosh, yeah. I feel like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Why did I just snap? Yeah. Okay, there are some things you haven't yet confronted That's right. Yet. Yeah, you're not paying attention to. You're not paying attention to, and that's what the script was all about. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, we talk a lot about... Um, the emotional journey a person goes through when they want to be a quote unquote God person, not just on staff at a church, but when you're just trying to be godly, when you a want good to just be a good, a professional Christian, a you professional. Know? <laughs> yeah. And it really boils down to this one nuance. Are you going to serve God to the neglect of your own soul mm. or are you going to serve God and include your soul? Because when Jesus is speaking to a group of disciples and he says, uh, what is it? What is it worth to gain the whole world and lose your soul? That that does include, hey, what's it worth to become rich and famous and be all this stuff and not have your soul? It also includes if you gain the whole world for Jesus. Yeah, it also matters because he's talking to people he has sent out with signs, wonders and miracles. So yeah, he's just talking to people who were like apostles. And absolutely. What is it worth if let's say you get exactly what you wanted from God? but you lost track of your soul along the way. That's actually disobedient. Wow. Like the, and that happens. That's the majority of people. That's why people walk away from the Christian faith because they think there's something empirically wrong with the structure of how Jesus operates. Oh, when yeah. The reality is we have a grave misunderstanding of Jesus's intentions for our soul alongside our spirit. Come on. So all that to say, it's 
when you do dig into those things, as we have, we each have our own therapists. We have pastoral oversight, Pastor Paul, Pastor Ashley. There's a lot of great people here at Victory that are super helpful. Pastor Ryan Stafford, Pastor Jill Stafford. And I could say names for a long yes. time. But I also have other therapists outside of uh, Tulsa. And the people I speak with often, as you investigate your own childhood and the right. dynamics, the thing you inherited emotionally and mentally, you start to realize, I don't, I don't have to stay loyal to that. Yeah. I can go investigate and pay attention and I don't have to necessarily believe lies that I believed about myself when I was young. So there's dozens of directions we can go in from here, but we zoomed in on that concept and um, we wanted this one character to portray everybody who is watching, which uh, and you go, well, how do you have one person portray multiple people? We boiled it down to the, the human experience, which is that something like in this story, some it's we turned it up to 11, the crazy stuff that happens to this character. He writes a book and then the publisher steals it from him, publishes it as his own and then takes his wife. Yeah. And it's like really <laughs> dramatic. Like, wow, that's intense. All that. And, you know, and I think we presented it in a real uh, funny way. Even though those events are not funny at right. all. But, but within a film, just so you guys know, yeah. if you're going to talk about serious matters, you have to break it up with humor and lightheartedness. Yeah. So if you watch the film, you'll see, okay, something serious just happened. And immediately within the next scene, we try to script, okay, something humorous or lighthearted needs to happen because it gives people a breather. As opposed to just yeah. eating steak, eating steak, yeah. eating lobster, eating yeah, steak. We yeah. had to be like, let's throw some Skittles in there. No, absolutely. That absolutely. way people are like, yeah. what? I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Well, that's just uh, intentional storytelling. Like yeah. if a person is so devastated by the first scene of the movie that they can't pay attention the rest of the movie, you're like, oh, yikes, we lost them. So you don't want to lose your audience. But anyways, we wanted to get into the idea of what happens when you begin that process. It is very slow and frustrating. It's not like... You open the hood of your car and just fix the thing and put more oil in it. It's not that simple. People are not machines. Right. So when you start investigating human emotion, things get complicated and nuanced. And I think that's where uh, the biggest gap in the spiritual market exists today. If we're, spiritual market, you mean like in the capital C church? Yeah, in general. And, and this isn't because of a lack of I, it, the timing has not been right. I think it's exciting. This is yeah. not pointing out any mistakes people have made. I think people have been serving faithfully, obediently, and humbly. And now when I look at the next era of it, and I'm just a guy with an opinion here, but when I observe that, I go, the biggest gap I can see is teaching people how to operate a God life outside of God, quote unquote, things like off brand. Just like your daily life, the experience you have yeah, with people. Yeah, to where people don't reserve God just for church. Right. They don't reserve God just for like, well, when I put my kids to bed, I pray with them. Right, right, right. No, it is like lot inviting God into your everyday life. That's right. Um, you know, and that's where true freedom comes. So within the story, yeah. you have five different characters. Their yeah. names are? You have um, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. And what what did she represent? Aaliyah is, uh, so it's interesting. As we started doing these characters, each character has the surface, what you experience like you do with people normally. Yes. There's the surface element, which yeah. for her was achievement and accomplishment. Achievement and accomplishment. But then there's a shadow side to all of that. And her shadow side is, well, why does she feel like she has to be achieving and accomplishing? It's because she feels like her innate existence is worthless. 
That's true. So anyone, so some of you guys are beginning to, um, <laughs> to, um, to self therapize right now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who is into achieving and accomplishments, mm -hmm. a question could be a shadow side, like Arvin said, of this character within this story yeah. was worthlessness. Am I worthless? Right. Exactly. Okay. To prove that I'm not. I have to make sure that I achieve. Yeah, there's like the majority and, of the American. And that's and that's in a lot. Yeah, that is <laughs> that's the American dream. Yeah. Um, number two. Yeah. Then you have Stacy. Stacy is. Um, so on the surface, her issue there is like her self harm and self sabotage, which is another thing that's coupled with a lot of the stuff we're talking about. But uh, internally, what's really happening is it's just shame. So she's shame. driven to these behaviors and. I did check these things out with real therapists. So yeah. My wife's also studying to be one. And she's like, if you're going to do a movie about therapy, you better do therapy justice. Because yeah. there are a lot of wonky things when you get into. When Absolutely. you try to blend Christendom and therapy, there's two ditches on either side. There's the Christian ditch that says, and it's well-intentioned, but it's usually a person who is uh, well-intentioned, but they... <laughs> They, they basically are, you pay them for the therapy session and they're just like, well, you should read your Bible and pray. Read your Bible and you pray. You should go to it's church. It's like, girl, I'm trying to kill myself. Like, it's like, there's, like, there's more. Help me. Thankfully, Jesus didn't say that to people. Yes. So then the other side is there's a whole ditch of therapy that is purely treating human brains like they're machines and mechanical. And it's like, well, just take this medication. I'm not opposed to medication. Right. I medication think medication is, is important. Great. But I think you need to couple the That's two into the... the proper lane of therapy that is like let's not holy spirit yeah. word of god but also right. what does science say yeah and there is a world that exists that that can happen 100 percent, absolutely it's the best thing that therapy can offer yeah so stacy's issue was shame that she covers with self-harm so shame is her shadow side yeah that's okay right. number three then you've got nelson. nelson nelson is an angry person you see him and he is he is erratic That's on right. the on the film. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. funny. Absolutely. And then underneath that that anger is the fear. That's because the shadow the side, shadow side of, of anger. A lot of people would rather when they are confronted with things that trigger their childhood fears, they don't want to be perceived as weak and vulnerable, so they'd rather go angry. So it's like Ooh. you're going to So usually if you encounter fear, what you're really dealing with, or excuse me, when you encounter anger, what you're really dealing with is fear. And so, if, yeah. and, and just so you guys are listening and, and watching, like, as people watch the film, The Center, the goal is not that they look at other people in their life. They're like, oh, my, my dad, my father would always get angry, but deep down it was because he was afraid. Yes, that's probably true. Sure. But we wanted people to look within themselves. Right. Because it's not helpful to run to somebody and be like, oh, I found out why you're so crazy. Yeah. I found out you're just uh, afraid. That you're dealing with shame. No, it turns yeah, out because yeah. your, your parents fear. were messed up, so of course you're messed Like, it doesn't Yeah, help. FYI, all of our parents are human. All yeah, of our parents yeah, yeah, are kind of yeah, jacked yeah, yeah, yeah. up. So we're all kind of jacked up, and it's okay. It's just because, not helpful to use that route of right. like, this, yeah, I figured yeah. out what's wrong with the whole else. the whole goal for the film was all right look into yourself <laughs> introspection yeah okay so you have anger and the shadow side is fear is fear, fear, fear of abandonment yeah that's what you know it. um then you have landon and then you have landon landon is uh what the played by Dom Dom DeMeo. DeMeo. dominic vincent de his stage name uh <laughs> he insists i use that uh, i'm just kidding but he uh represented the f the majority of i noticed this a lot in college Ooh. like most m it's not 
always men. There are girls like this, obviously. But it's a lot of the time, the average male between 18 and 25 or 30 even, it is a, I'm internally, I hate myself. Self-hatred. For who I am not, that I wish I was. So you're not going to see that. What you're going to see is, I will turn that hatred onto everything else. If you meet the average person and all they can point out is what's wrong with this, here's what's wrong with that sermon. Here's what's wrong with that outfit. Here's what's wrong with, you know, that movie. It's just this thing now where the, the typical It's like overlap. in style. Absolutely. Most of the overlap you have with other people is what do you don't like. Yeah, it's so crazy how, how many people are friends because common hatred. Mutual hatred. It's And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, imagine a relationship built on hatred. That's demonic. No, really. It's sad because when I have examined those people, I mean, I was this way in college as well. I've been there. Uh, absolutely. They become, they typically become funny, cynical. Yes. Very funny skeptical. I just don't know. Oh, it's comedians. Yeah. hundred percent. A lot of usually comedians. This is the lane. Yeah. Because, you know, there's the self-deprecating humor That's that right. a stand-up comic That's right. does. That's right. So stand-up comic self-deprecating humor is funny. And then the people who are very observant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that's why whenever you watch comedians, you go, oh my gosh, whenever mm -hmm. they were talking about a cup of coffee, like I thought the same thing. Yeah. It's because those people are observant. They put their observation into words. Yeah. And most of the times those words are cynical. Uh -huh. And then they're like, because if you're cynical towards something, mm -hmm. you're able to really like for lack of a better word, poop on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, make fun of it. Mock make fun it, of it. Mock yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Make jokes about it. And it's like, I know a lot of dudes in particular who I grew up with. And now as we're in our thirties, I'm like, what did that turn into for you? Like now you can tell me what's wrong with everything that you experience in life. So but all you're the people that are really anything. critiqueful. Yeah. Very like critical. Very critical. Usually it's like they're intelligent, but not intelligent enough to have emotional intelligence as well. <sighs> And Ooh, so because most become, of the times yeah. they put like that yeah. is their thing. They're like, well, I am an intelligent person. Right. And so that's why yeah, I'm, I'm smart critical. enough to not buy into this bull crap with this thing. And then it's like, great. Have you bought into anything? Do you try at anything? Do you care about anything? Nah, it's just it's it turns into nihilism. It turns into like oh. nothing really matters, whatever. It's really sad. And then you do nothing with your life. That's right. And then you hate yourself more. That's right. So it's a cyclical process. It's a cyclical Cyclically cynical. Yeah, we got some bars today. Wow. Yeah. So we got all these characters. And so the character we have is Alan Perry. He goes to the center. I played the therapist. His name's Dr. Pershing Lawrence. And... Um, you so did a great job. I appreciate it. You. you did a great job. Uh, no, you did. And so we just wanted to play around with the dynamics. I'm also being cautious because I'm like, how much do you want to spoil here? Yeah, That's I don't want to spoil a whole lot. But basically, yeah. you see all of these personalities yeah. that are all at the center for a certain reason. And then at the very end, you realize, oh, my goodness. Yeah. The book, the author, yeah. the, the wife uh, leaving with the publisher, yeah. the all of these things mm -hmm. you're like man it was all it was all in the mind that's right and i think that that is the goal was at the end of it we really wanted people to think introspection yeah. again like Absolutely. he was saying about all those different things about like okay where in me does the work need to begin yeah. and again we go back to that scripture yeah he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And so I think that, and he 
in the scriptures talking about God. Yeah. Whatever work God begins in you, he is faithful to complete it. But it's not going to be easy. And no. it's going to take your effort. Absolutely. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. And so anyways, but thinking about the film, some things that I I was like, oh, wow. We filmed it in Pacific Northwest. We sure did. Beautiful. And a town called Polsbo. Yeah. Beautiful. And it's Washington. like little Scandinavia. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, Norwegian immigrants moved there. Yeah. They have this beautiful town. Yeah. It's really, really great. Really sweet people. Just so you guys know. Everyone talks, at least in the Midwest, people go, oh, no, Seattle, it's dangerous. And and everyone there has is blue hair. And they, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, they're, no, they sure. stand for all these crazy things. Yeah. Listen, Washington is beautiful. Yeah. It's cheaper than going to Colorado. So if you guys are trying to plan a trip, mm-hmm. go outside of Seattle. Yeah. Right around outside yeah. of Seattle. There's Washington has like 15 beautiful. islands. Beautiful. And yeah. ferry renting uh, the ferry for the film. We rented film a ferry on. for the film, and yeah. that was like, oh my goodness, this is public that transit. That was a for dream them. come true. It's yeah. like they get on the ferry not to. Um, it's not an experience. It's not an experience. It's They're an going to work, so the people live on the islands yeah. off the coast of Washington. Yeah, they ferry in. Yeah, and there's like 21 ferry times throughout the day. It's like every hour it's throughout so the day. Cool. Yeah. And um, it's very, very cool. Yeah. And even, you know, in the film, we wanted to utilize the fairy horn like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We wanted to use it as a disembarkation of like there are people that start to go missing. Yeah. And the goal was, okay, just as a fairy is crossing over to the other side. Yeah. What if we heard a fairy horn and it resembled someone? crossing to the other side anyways like that's just a little tidbit that's yeah kind of cool go watch it yeah yeah go watch it another thing is it you like the film was dropped in october mm-hmm. pastor paul's book was supposed to come out in october yeah and it was supposed this film was supposed to go with pastor paul's book mind games yeah in fact for a while we were going to call it mind games that's right that's right. And we don't we have Paul, Pastor Paul's book? We took it with us. He gave us a galley copy, which is like yes. a preview copy. Yeah. I read it. I, we put, worked it into the script a little bit. And then we put it in the bookshelf. It's there in the bookshelf. It's also in my hand in one scene. It's in another scene next yeah, to the so other Yeah, so there's book. some Easter eggs in there's there. There's some little stuff in uh, there. Pastor Paul's book, um, Mind Games, yeah. it, which is really great. Yeah. But um, so his book was supposed to come out in October. Then it got pushed in November. And so he's like, hey. And, and me and <clears throat> me and Arvin got up at an all staff and we go, hey, everyone, we need your help marketing <laughs> yeah. our fall film. We told everyone, take a picture of this QR code and then you're going to receive an image. We want everyone to post this image at this time on a Thursday. All of these people began posting these marketing images. Immediately. <laughs> Pastor Paul's in Israel at 3 a.m. He calls me. He goes, John, what are all these images doing on social media? Yeah. And I go, well, it's to promote the fall film. He goes, reminder my book got pushed back so we need to change the date and i was like dude oh, we just yeah. marketed yeah and it and it had been up for like six or seven hours yeah multiple people yeah there's some people that and so we started messaging people to take it down <laughs> and people go wait you just did this big push for us to market it and now you're yeah, telling us now to we're take pushing it down. back and i go oh because pastor paul's book got pushed to november <laughs> so then we push it back to november we we have a big inner um inner communication thing with all of our production team we're like hey guys mm-hmm. we're going to do it here pastor paul's book launch party is on this time and it's going to help set up he's going to do a sermon series based on his book then guys i'm not joking <laughs> 
his book got pushed again to January. <laughs> and by that time, Paul goes, you know what? Let's just go just back play to the movie. The, <laughs> he goes, just play the film. Yeah. Anyways, that's so that's a little behind the scenes totally. of the center. Totally. That's, just, that's how stuff happens. That's pretty yeah. normal. And, and it was funny. Yeah. But, um, you know, in the center, what is what I what I think is great is that, you know, films in the Pacific Northwest and then we filmed some in Tulsa mm -hmm. right down on Lewis. Yeah. At a, at a house that, um, you know, trying to get certain shots and because we're creating a fictional place. That's right. And so whenever you're filming and you're creating a fictional place, you're like, how do we make this real mm -hmm. to the people who are viewing? In fact, if most of you are watching a movie and you go, man, where did they film? Okay, this is probably not the most best example, but because it's October, I'm going to use it. The movie It, Stephen uh -huh. King with Pennywise, the yeah. creepy clown. <clears throat> the town is called Derry, D-E-R-R-Y. Mm -hmm. And that movie is also a really good like mental and emotional movie. Now, yeah. again... I'm not condoning all of the killing and all of the booba BB. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> they filmed it and you go, Oh, it's a, it's a town called Derry mm -hmm. and it's in Indiana. But if you go to IMDB and you go, where did they film it? They filmed it in Ohio yeah. on the banks of a river town. Mm -hmm. Anyways. So most of the movies that you see wherever it is filmed, yeah, or wherever the town takes place, it's not there. Right. Like Stephen King, most of his movies take place in Nantucket mm -hmm. or near Cape Cod, but they're filmed on the coast in California. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anyways, it's just that's just kind of a tidbit of behind the scenes. If yeah. you're ever wanting to know about like film production and stuff, the next time you're watching a movie, yeah. type in where was this filmed, and it will always be in a place that you go. Yeah, it's cheaper really? to film elsewhere. Yeah. It's cheaper to film elsewhere. Yeah. Another place that a lot of people are going to now is like Ontario, Canada. Yeah, Vancouver plays everything. Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver has a lot. Most of the films that you see that are like take place in Colorado mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. really cool mountainous places mm -hmm. or like the Italian Alps, it's Vancouver. <laughs> like the movie House of Gucci. Yeah. A lot of it was filmed in Vancouver. Makes sense. But it's it's supposed to be like, oh, they're in the Alps in Italy. Yeah, and they make it work. Anyways, yeah. it's very unique. It's very Film cool. Magic. But if any of you guys have any questions um, you know, concerning about the fall film, about all the things that we talked about, let us know. Cause we would love to answer them. And, um, also there's people in your life that, you know, are like on the fence, whether it's with God or whether it is, they don't know how to process emotions. And once you watch the center, we want you to share it with them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then have a conversation about yeah. it because that is what it's for. Right. The whole goal is that there is a work that begins in all of us. Mm -hmm. And w none of us are going to be um, complete uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> until the day we go on to be with Absolutely. The, the Lord, right. really, right. till we pass from this earth to the next. And so I think that it is a great film, at least we think so, with the budget that was given 100%. us. 100% proud of it yeah and you let us know but anyways thank you so much for yeah. listening to behind the scenes of our best days check out the center we'll see you later we love y'all thanks uh -huh.